Hello friends, and welcome to WALK9 Radio, your source for everything backpacking with dogs, from your first overnighter to a life-changing thru-hike. I'm your host, Amanda Shale, aka Naps, and as always, I'm joined by my best friend, Frank. Now, he's not much for conversation, but you'll probably hear him jingle jangling along with me on this hike. The show is filmed from the trail, and today we are enjoying a casual stroll on a beautiful sunny morning here in the forest behind my parents' home in West Kootenays of beautiful British Columbia. In today's episode, I'll be introducing myself, talking about my personal history with backpacking, and most importantly, introducing you to Frank, the dog of my dreams. I'll share a little about the events that have led to our adventurous life together, living in a van while hiking as much as possible. I've chosen the podcast format for this topic because I found in my own experience that podcasts have really helped to enrich my day-to-day life by allowing me to learn and find inspiration while I'm already out hiking, snuggled up with Frank in the tent, or just performing the more mundane tasks of day-to-day life. Now personally, I love to write and have had incredible feedback on the articles that I have written about through hiking with Frank, but I find that it takes a lot of focus to learn by reading and that the ins and outs of this nuanced topic translate better to spoken word. And while Frank is totally adorable, and I have been filming him on almost all our backpacking trips for more than four years now, the YouTube thing just doesn't really resonate with me. I find in my own life that YouTube is generally something I use as a distraction from achieving my greatest potential and believe that the podcast format has far greater potential for life enrichment and learning by doing away with the visual aspect and focusing purely on the message. Of course, I hope you will find both inspiration and entertainment in the show, but most of all, my desire is to share our experiential knowledge to help you, and especially your dog, pursue your adventurous dreams in a safe and responsible manner. My hope is that you will enjoy this podcast while hiking with your own dog, allowing it to enrich your experience And who knows, maybe this show will be the reason you take that extra walk together each week. So before I get started talking about my own history backpacking and with Frank, I would like to take a moment to thank this episode's sponsor, Sog Knives. Sog makes a wide range of knives and tools designed to be used every day without fail, allowing you to spend more money on dog treats and less on replacing gear. As a special thank you for supporting this show early on, two lucky people will each win a newly released Terminus XR folding blade. The Terminus XR has an evolved ergonomic shape, lightweight carbon fiber handle, and smooth locking mechanism, making it the perfect blade for everyday carry, whether you're on or off the trail. You can find out more about the Terminus XR and other SOG products at SOGKnives.com. That's SOGKnives.com. There are three ways to enter this giveaway. The first two will be on my personal Instagram at tideline to alpine and I'll put a link in the show notes to the post explaining how you can enter. The third way to enter is only for those who have listened to this episode and will actually be counting as three entries to the draw. So stay tuned to the end of the episode for details on that. All right, let's get on with the show. My name is Amanda. I was born in 
the north of British Columbia and at a very young age my parents moved us to Vancouver Island they wanted us to have you know more outdoorsy upbringing and in a more positive environment so I really appreciated them making that decision because growing up on Vancouver Island definitely played a big role in shaping who I am and and me becoming a a, a hiker and adventurer it was around the age of seven I had my first backpacking setup I had my own little tent cute little kids pop tent very similar design to my current z-packs duplex although without the uh, space age material and I would carry my own tent and sleeping bag and mat and clothes and you know everything I needed but food on our trips my parents would look after food and you know we didn't go far from the car but it still felt really really exciting at the time to kind of feel independent feel like I was you know looking after what I needed to go backpacking and that really helped give me the confidence early on to become who I am today. And then through my teenage years, yeah, I didn't really do anything outdoorsy. I really uh, was really into fashion and working and, and it wasn't until university where I studied earth and ocean sciences that I started spending more time outdoors, either on field trips or just to unwind after long days in the library and and I started to go camping with friends mostly just car camping but it was always really fun and then after university I took a job at a an outdoor store and while I was there I maxed out my credit card and spent all the money I had buying gear all the gear I needed for backpacking and climbing and it was while I was working there I visited the town of Squamish for the first time ever and Squamish is known as the outdoor recreation capital of Canada pretty much any type of human-powered adventure you could be into they have it there and they also have a lot of dogs uh, every other person has a dog and they're all very well socialized and get a lot of activity um, so that first trip I was there maybe about 20 minutes and I decided I would move there I phoned my mom and let her know and three weeks later I was off Vancouver Island um, it's something I never thought I would do I honestly thought I would just spend my whole life on Vancouver Island I really liked it and yeah meeting Squamish definitely changed the trajectory of my life made a really huge impact on me so upon moving off Vancouver Island I went and worked in northern Saskatchewan in exploration geology spent some time with my family so I could save up money so that when I moved to Squamish I could focus more on play than on work it was during this period of transition in my life when I first had the the thought I might want a dog. This was kind of out of the blue for me, having been extremely terrified of dogs up until that point. I knew it wasn't the right time then, but I started doing some research to learn about dogs. We didn't grow up with dogs, so um, I wanted to find dogs that had the personality traits I was looking for. 
uh, like good at taking leadership and very active and agile as well as I was looking for a dog that didn't have a genetic predisposition to health or joint problems and suited my aesthetic desires so narrowed it down to a few breeds that I thought if I found a mix of might look something like this dog I had envisioned in my mind and then with that I moved to Squamish and I would spend the next four years working and playing and building a life there until one day I met a dog that really reminded me of the one I had imagined was four years previous and decided that my life was in a good position to uh, bring a dog into it and I started looking at a rescue databases for my friend. It was three weeks after I started this journey I went over to Vancouver Island to meet Frank who was being kept in foster care there and Frank was a red healer mix and the foster parents had named him Frank he'd come from a high kill shelter in California and was severely underweight and uh, recovering from an eye infection but I brought him home and he definitely wasn't an easy puppy to deal with at first he was a year old but he was very unruly a lot of energy had never really been exercised he didn't know anything really about playing but luckily Squamish having so many dog owners there was a lot of people around to help teach me how to work with him and at the time I was working a job that allowed him to come with me so from the beginning we were together 24 7 and given that I was working in the outdoor recreation industry we spent a lot of time at work and after work uh, playing I remember our first week together we went uh, hiking trail running mountain biking rock climbing stand-up paddle boarding ocean kayaking and horseback riding it was a lot for Frank that first week but he seemed to really enjoy himself and it definitely set a precedent for our relationship to come that first summer together we went camping his first time ever and even though we were outside quite a bit he always found going outside to be very exciting and always wanted to make the most of it before we went in for the evening so when we didn't go in for the evening he definitely put a lot of hours into fetch I think about 14 total that that day and night and was pretty worn out the next day but you know luckily since he's learned to kind of tone it down a bit and conserve his energy now it gets dark out he just goes to bed so he knows the next day is probably going to be a big adventure as well so it was six months after bringing Frank into my life I decided to move into a van and at the time I didn't have a van I just didn't want to be caught up in the rental hustle anymore and so I had intended to even though it was the middle of winter move into a tent luckily that didn't have to happen because somebody gave us an old camper RV and that got us out on some adventures before the engine unfortunately seized 
at that point I was very committed to this lifestyle and was not going to go back to paying rent. So we moved into a tent and we lived in that tent by the river for five months. Meanwhile, I was working at a climbing store. Frank was able to come to work with me and he learned that our home is outside. Uh, at the end of that summer, I purchased a minivan and we started going a little further from town. Started climbing more mountains and hiking a greater variety of trails. And this eventually led to me deciding to work in more field-related jobs, um, but instead of geology, I decided to pursue commercial foraging. I just really liked the adventure of it, the hands-on nature and being involved in uh, wild or organic food. And we traveled up to the Yukon where I did multiple short backpacking trips, just two, three, or four days, just figuring out how to go about these longer trips with a dog than a single night. From there, we did a lot more backpacking on Haida Gwaii and Vancouver Island. And then in the summer of 2017, we worked together at a blueberry farm in the town of Pemberton. And that summer, I was really, really passionate about climbing mountains. Frank and I climbed 25 different mountains, most of which involved some sort of hand use to facilitate the upward movement. And while this was really fun and exciting and engaging, I realized that we'd hit a point that to go further would be foolish and foolish in risking Frank's life. So walking along this long open ridge line one day off trail among the mountains, I got this feeling like I really wanted to spend a long period of time in the mountains, but without the fear of falling off them. And it came to me that, hey, maybe we're ready to do something like the Pacific Crest Trail. And as soon as that idea popped into my mind, I was totally dedicated to doing it, but thought, hey, maybe I should, you know, do a trial backpacking trip longer than I've ever done just to see if that's what I really want. So that autumn, my mom and I and Frank and her dog Olivia, we hiked the Sunshine Coast Trail. It's a 110 mile hut to hut hiking trail on the northern Sunshine Coast of BC. It's really dog friendly, dogs off leash allowed, and lots of water sources, and a great variety of terrain from undulating coastlines to mountains and lakes. And I was definitely hooked. I knew for sure we could accomplish the PCT. Now, when I asked the internet about this, I got a lot of pretty harsh feedback and was told every reason possible why we would not succeed. Um, lucky for me, I didn't really believe any of it. I knew they were not aware of what Frank and I had been up to and how strong of a team we were. So luckily I met one person who had done it with their dog and he gave me the advice to you hike your dog's hike. You don't hike your own hike. You hike your dog's hike. And with that in mind, we were able to successfully through hike the Pacific Crest Trail. In the summer of 2018, we went southbound from 
Canada to Mexico and we enjoyed being out for five and a half months and upon returning home I knew I was absolutely hooked I was addicted to through hiking and backpacking and that I wanted to get in as many miles as possible before Frank got too old for that to be a viable uh, lifestyle and I also started to share some of our experience to try to help people because unfortunately a lot of dogs who go out on these long adventures do end up injured or having paw issues or weight issues and I really wanted to help educate people so they could pursue their dreams in a way that's safe for their dogs. And this past year we hiked Washington section of the PCT again as well as we did a yo-yo of the Sunshine Coast Trail so we did one direction and then turned around and walked right back the other way. We did that in very questionable weather but definitely strengthened us as a team as well. So now Frank is seven years old and we have backpacked almost 5,000 miles together. It's been an incredible journey and through it I've learned a lot that I'm hoping I can use to help people enrich their own experience as well as keep their dogs safe. Right now Right now we're between adventures. We're working on repairing my van so we can hit the road and find some more hikes this winter that don't have snow on. I'm not really a, a big snow season person and if I can I'd like to be somewhere that's drier. And so that's it for this introduction about Frank and myself and we'll get to those details on how to enter the Saw giveaway. Uh, the special entry for podcast listeners. So what I would like you to do to enter is leave a five-star review on iTunes and make sure you include your Instagram handle. You can still enter even if you're not on Instagram or you don't want to leave your handle by screenshotting your review and emailing it to me at walk9radio at gmail.com. Now I know this is a bit more work than the entries on on Instagram. So what I'll be doing is for leaving a five-star review, I will count that as three entries towards this giveaway. Um, which means between this way of entering and the two on Instagram, you'll be able to enter up to five times. The contest will close midnight PST on October 29th and I'll announce the winners the next day on October 30th. So I'd like to thank SOG for that. I'm really excited to be able to thank our listeners for supporting the show. And next week is going to be the episode on Leave No Trace. This is a really important foundational episode for people um, on all levels of backpacking. So whether you're brand new or you've been backpacking for years, I'm sure you can learn a way from this episode to better practice leave no trace principles in relation to backpacking with your dog and if you can't wait till the next episode to get more of us you can uh, follow us on instagram at walk9 radio posting some behind the scenes stuff as well as tips and i've also written many trip reports from old adventures as well as some guidance on through hiking with a dog you can find on my website at www 
www.tideline2alpine.com. I'm going to put all the social links uh, in the show notes for your convenience. And I'd like to thank you all for listening. With so many options in our world today, I really appreciate you choosing to tune in to this show. And if you'd like to help us reach more people, you can share with a friend. Hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. And be excellent to each other. Bye.